Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. The change from traditional incandescent light bulbs to more energy efficient types has created a lot of new technology along the way. The aim of the change has been to make light bulbs more efficient so that almost all of the electricity they use goes to producing light and not to producing heat, which the old bulbs used to do. But the new bulbs have had a lot of problems as the light given out has not been as attractive as the warmer appearance of old fashioned bulbs. New types are being developed all the time, and the latest one is a special liquid cooled bulb. It is filled with liquid silicon and gives a much nicer, warmer light than other energy efficient bulbs. It is very heavy and very expensive, and so there won't be very many sold yet, but as the technology improves for developing new bulbs, hopefully it won't be too long before we have a cheap and energy efficient light bulb. In the last few years, there has been a lot of research into stem cells. These are the basic cells in the body that have the potential to turn themselves into whatever specific type of cell the body needs, whether for natural development or for healing after a disease or accident. However, these stem cells are also controversial as they often have to come from human embryos, and that raises many ethical concerns. But researchers in the US are working on a method of creating stem cells from our own regular red blood cells and not from embryos. By exposing red blood cells to a jolt of electricity, scientists claim that this turns them into the same type of cells that we have as a six day old embryo. This research is still very much in the early stages, but it could lead to huge progress in using stem cells to fight disease. One of the other ways that medical researchers are looking to help those with injuries or disabilities is to incorporate technology into the human body. A new material developed at Harvard University uses a mesh of human body cells and computer transistors. The idea is to be able to closely monitor the healing process after an accident, but it could also lead to completely new designs of prosthetic limbs. If someone does lose a leg or an arm to an accident or disease, the man-made arm that replaces it is far from perfect. So if the new type of flesh fabric could be used as a new type of functioning arm or leg, then that would be a great help to anyone who has lost the use of a limb. One of the biggest problems with technology integrated into the human body is that our bodies tend to reject it, which can happen with heart or kidney replacement. But if perfected, this new technology could cancel out any of those rejection problems. Science. If it wasn't for the sun in our solar system, then we wouldn't have heat, light or even life. But new research has shown that our sun is even more special than we thought. Astronomers have confirmed that it is the most perfect sphere known to man. In fact, if the sun was a beach ball, then it would be an absolutely perfect sphere. 
Now you might think that is pretty obvious, but all other spherical objects that we know about, planets and moons in particular, are not perfectly round. Our own Earth is not a perfect sphere, and nor is the Moon or any other planets in our solar system. But the Sun really is as close to a perfect sphere as can be measured. Of course, it might be that all other suns are also perfect spheres. But until we can get a bit closer to other stars in the universe, then we won't know for sure. The Curiosity rover continues to send back some great images and information from the planet Mars. However, even though Mars is quite similar to Earth, and the Martian day is almost the same length of time as an Earth day, it is actually slightly longer. So one of the engineers monitoring the Curiosity mission from here on Earth has set his clock to Martian time. So the length of his day is 24 hours, 39 minutes, and 35 seconds long. So he loses over two Earth hours every week. At the moment, his days are not that much different to everyone else at NASA. But in the coming weeks, his time will be more and more different as he wakes up in accordance with the Martian sunrise. It's a great experiment to see how easy or hard it is to live with the Martian day, but it apparently takes a lot of getting used to, even for such a slight change. It's like being permanently jet lagged, which does not sound like fun to me. And that's it for the Teen Time Science Blog for another week. I'm Neil Chase. I'll be back again next week with more from the science world. Teen Time.